My first scripture reading comes from um, the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 21, 21 through 1 through 16. And when they drew nigh unto Jerusalem and were come to Bethage, unto the Mount of Olives, then sent Jesus two disciples, saying unto them, Go into the village over against you, and straightway you shall find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Loose them and bring them unto me. And if any man say aught unto you, you shall say, The Lord hath need of them, and straightway he will send them. All this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, saying, Tell ye the daughter of Zion, Behold, thy king cometh unto thee, meek and setting upon a donkey and a colt, the foal of a donkey. And the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them, and brought the donkey and the colt, and put on them their clothes, and they set him thereon. And a very great multitude spread their garments in the way. Others cut down branches from the trees and strawed them in the way. And the multitudes that went before and that followed cried, saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And when he was coming to Jerusalem, all the city was moved, saying, Who is this? And the multitude said, This is Jesus, the prophet of Nazareth of Galilee. And Jesus went into the temple of God, cast out all of them that sold and bought in the temple, and overthrew their tables of the money changers, and the seats of them that sold doves. And he said unto them, It is written, My house shall be called the house of prayer, but you have made it into a den of thieves. And the blind and the lame came to him in the temple, and he healed them. And when the chief priests and the scribes saw the wonderful things that he did, and the children crying in the temple and saying, Hosanna to the son of David, they were sore displeased. And they said unto him, Hearest thou what these say? And Jesus said unto them, Yea, have you not ever read? Out of the mouths of babes and suckling, thou hast perfected praise. The word of God for the children of God and all of God's children said, Amen. There's so much prophecy being fulfilled just in this one chapter here. And these prophecies came down hundreds of years before the birth of Jesus Christ. And they were scattered hundreds of years apart explaining about when the Messiah comes, what it was going to be like. How he's going to even enter into the city. And it's, it's amazing how these prophecies, some of them are even a couple hundred years apart, but they all came fulfilled in this one week, in this one time when Jesus came in. All these prophecies, just like that, rapidly started being fulfilled that were prophesied hundreds of years before, even thousands of years before. And, you know, that's how it's going to be in all prophecies being fulfilled. It's like when prophecy starts being fulfilled, it just like rapidly starts happening. So that's why we need to stay alert and stay awake. But these prophecies that I'm talking about, just like they just talked about right here, this prophecy, Tell you the daughter of Zion, behold, thy king cometh unto thee, meek and setting upon a, a donkey and a colt, the foal of a donkey. Now I'm saying donkey, I'm cleaning it up a little bit because, you know, modern translation. But see, Zechariah said that in 487 B.C. He wrote those exact words. And we'll go there real quick. Zechariah chapter 9. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, thy king cometh unto thee. He is just and having salvation, lowly and riding upon an ass, the, upon a colt of the foal of an ass. Okay, I went ahead and kept it. King James. Okay, then in, in uh, Isaiah 62, 11. Now these prophecies were 200 years apart. 
Zechariah was 487 B.C. Isaiah was 690 B.C. And so it's so awesome how, this, how they rapidly come together and they just happen just like that. Prophecies being fulfilled. That's been hundreds of years, people waiting, people desiring. And then some people doubt and say, well, that's never going to happen. You know, we've been waiting and waiting. It's just kind of like where we're at now in, in, in our history now in the year 2023. People are like that right now. Oh, well, you know, you really can't trust that stuff. It's fables, fairy tales. But no, this is reality. Jesus is real. Jesus became a real person. He lived and walked this earth. Everything in this Bible that says that he did, he did. And all the prophecies that talk about him are true and faithful. God's word is faithful and true. You can grab a hold of it with your life and know this is going to happen. This, is what, it's already, this has already happened. We're living Bible times. And so don't, don't ever get mixed up saying, well, it, you know, I've heard these people say this or some people, other uh, preachers say this. Who, don't, who, who cares what these preachers say? What's God's word say about it? Because a lot of these preachers will, will, will try to twist God's word and say, well, he was talking spiritually, not really physically. No, this is physical stuff. This is reality. This happened. And this is why our faith is built on truth, reality, not some fable. And I know no matter what we go through in our lives, God is faithful to each one of us. Even to the people that don't even call on his name, God is still loving them. And he wants them to come to him. Just like all these people on that day were celebrating Jesus. Had their palm branches waving high. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. But all, a lot of those same people a week later were out in the crowd saying, crucify him. I don't want to fall into that crowd in my life as a follower of Jesus. I don't want to go from faith to unbelief. Because of what the crowd's saying. You've got to take a stand. You've got to be bold in your faith. When you grab a hold of Jesus, don't let go. He's hanging on to you. He's got promises for us. He is faithful. And that's why I think it's so awesome, these prophecies. 62, Isaiah chapter 62, verse 11 says, Behold, the Lord hath proclaimed unto the end of the world... Say you to the daughter of Zion, Behold, the salvation cometh. Behold, his reward is with him and his work before him. His reward is with him. What does that mean? His reward is with him. Salvation is a reward. Salvation. He came to seek and save the lost. He came to pay for the sins of the world. His reward to us is that we don't have to go to hell. We don't have to be separated from God now because of our sin. Because Jesus has come. The sinless Lamb of God has came into this world, went to the cross, and He was on His way there, right there, Palm Sunday. He was on His way to the cross. He knew what was going on. No one else could figure it out, but Jesus knew he had to do this. And he did it out of love and compassion for all humanity. Not just for the Jews, but for every person, whoever calls on the name of the Lord. It's his reward. Salvation is a free gift. And this, we're, we're so blessed to have a God 
that loves us this much, that had this plan to become flesh and then go to the cross and pay for the sins of the world. Prophecies being fulfilled rapidly when it's time. And so hang on in your life and keep on believing. I know it gets hard. I guarantee I know sometimes life beats you down. Where you think, is this really all worth it? But what else is there? We can go back to our old ways, our old life where we lived without God in our heart, or without a hope of any help from anything, or we can hang on to the truth, hang on to Jesus in these desperate days that we live in, knowing all this must be done, all these things must happen for His return. When it looks the darkest, it's because the light's getting ready to shine. That's what Jesus said. These signs, when you see all these things happening, you know He's even at the door. To look up, your redemption draws near. And I know a lot of people don't want to hear about that. They don't want to, they're, they're so, I don't know the words I'm looking for, they're so in love with this world. Maybe that's what it is. They love this world. They love the way some people have it made. You know what I'm saying? They don't have worries and struggles. Their heart's broken, but they still got it made. They love this world. They love the things of the world. They don't see that there's a better, a new kingdom coming that blows this world away. I mean, we live in a world that's filled with death and sin and corruption and, and hurt and depression. All this stuff that comes from a falling world that fell in the garden. God told Adam and Eve, you will surely die. He didn't go into all the details of it. But you will surely die. And that's, what we, that's where we're at now. We see this things dying. Hopes and dreams dying. But Jesus wants to give us a resurrection. Not only in the new world to come, but in our lives now that we can have this hope as we struggle on, as we, we keep going towards the mark. Keep moving forward. I'm going to go to a couple other scriptures. Philippians chapter 2. Chapter 2, 5 through 11. Let this mind be in you which also was in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself, and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God hath also hath highly exalted him, and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven, things in earth, and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Now you read those, and see that's in the New Testament. That's the New Testament version of That's fulfilled. It's fulfilled in Jesus Christ. Now, let's go back in time to 690 B.C. Isaiah the prophet and Isaiah 45. Isaiah 45, 18 through 24. Now this, this is, I'm going to throw this out there to you. This is Jesus talking in Isaiah chapter 45. 700 years before he was born. 
This is the, the Lord talking. And tell me if you can recognize His voice as I read these scriptures. For thus saith the Lord, the Creator of the heavens, God Himself that formed the earth and made it, He hath established it. He created it not in vain. He formed it to be inhabited. I am the Lord, there is none else. I have not spoken in secret in a dark place of the earth. I said not under the seed of Jacob, seek, you, seek ye me in vain. I, the Lord, speak righteousness. I declare things that are right. Assemble yourselves and come, draw near together, you that are escaped of the nations. They have no knowledge that set up the wood of their graven image and pray unto a God that cannot save. Tell you and bring them near. Yeah, let them take counsel together. Who hath declared this from ancient time? Who hath told it from that time? Have not I, the Lord? There is no God else beside me, a just God and a Savior. There is none beside me. Look unto me and be saved all the ends of the earth, for I am God and there is none else. I have sworn by myself, the word has gone out of my mouth in righteousness and shall not return, that unto me every knee shall bow, every tongue shall swear. Surely shall, one, surely shall one say, In the Lord have I righteousness and strength. Even to him shall men come, and all that are incensed against him shall be ashamed. In the Lord shall all the seed of Israel be justified and shall glory. Now, did you see that? Did you recognize that? I have sworn by myself the word has gone out of my mouth in righteousness and shall not return unto me. That unto me every knee shall bow and every tongue shall swear. Let's go back to Philippians. Philippians 2, verses 9, 10, and 11. Wherefore God hath also highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. At the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven, things in earth, and things under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Did you see that? I have sworn by myself, by Isaiah, the word has gone out of my mouth, and righteousness shall not return, unto, that unto me every knee shall bow, every tongue shall swear. That at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow of things in the heaven and things in the earth and things under the earth. Philippians, New Testament. Hundreds of years apart. Which proves it's the same God of the Old Testament and the New Testament. Same God. He just became flesh. He became down and started this new covenant with us. He fulfilled all righteousness in the old covenant. He fulfilled it all. He'd crossed every T, dotted every I for us in righteousness. He became flesh. He had to enter into his own creation that he created. But he had to be a man because he gave man dominion over everything. And man gave it to the devil in the garden when they listened to him. So God became man and came and took it back. That's what he did. He set up a new covenant that through his blood is our forgiveness of sins. And through, the, through his blood shed on the cross, we have the gift of the power of his Holy Spirit because his sinless life paid for it for us. That unto him, Jesus Christ, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Same God of the Old Testament, New Testament. Same God. There's not two different gods. He said, I am one. There's none beside me. I've looked. God looked. There's no other God. He's God. Then he became flesh, Jesus. Can, can, can you see where those go together? Do you guys see that? It's the same God. 
Let's pray. Holy Father, thank You for Your Word. Thank You for Your love, Lord, that You was willing to step down out of glory and enter into Your creation and become man for us and pay for the penalty that we deserve. You took it upon Yourself. That is love, Lord. And we thank You on this Palm Sunday. We say, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is He who come in the name of the Lord. We love You, Lord, and we thank You, Jesus. And we do confess that Jesus Christ is our Lord and He is the King of kings, Lord of lords. In Jesus' holy name, Amen.